Welcome to the NRL Fantasy Podcast brought to you by DoorDash for this uh, first of the major buy rounds, round 13. My name's Chris Kennedy. I'm joined by Dom Brock. And Dom, uh, I guess everyone's going to be pretty short-handed when it comes to fantasy this week. Absolutely. It's kind of uh, the usual case in, a, in the buy rounds where you're struggling to get um, you know 13 players, let alone 17 players. But um, this year especially, a lot of injuries and suspensions. So, uh, yeah, big week for overall points. Um, but if you're playing just for head-to-head, this could be a good time to save your trades. Absolutely right. Before we get started, a new uh, promotion from our friends at DoorDash. Um, our mates at DoorDash are offering NRL Fantasy fans the chance to win a pretty epic prize. Not only will they fly you and three mates up to Brisbane for State of Origin 2 at Suncorp, you'll actually deliver the match ball onto the field for the game. They're throwing in merch, accommodation, DoorDash vouchers, food and drinks delivered to your seats. The list goes on. Head to deliverTheBall.com to get in the running for this incredible prize delivered by DoorDash. Now on to the teams. Uh, starting off on Thursday night, the Dragons and the Broncos. Probably not going to read out all the team changes for all that games because there are obviously many, but um, obviously Tarek Sims goes out. He's on origin duty. Jack DeBellin on the bench plays his first game um, back after some time away from the game. A uh, few other changes, but fantasy-wise, what are your talking points? I think the um, surprise change perhaps is... Uh Replacing Tarek Sims in the back row is Jack Bird this week in the second row. So he's been a good scorer uh, anyway in the centres this season, um, scoring in the 40s pretty consistently. But uh, in the second row, he's got a chance to get, in, uh, to get a big score. So very good for his owners. Uh, potential buy, I guess, for those who are playing uh, for overall and need a centre long term. So uh, he's a big winner there. Um, otherwise, Ben Hunt is in really good form. Uh, got a try last week. A couple of big scores in the last two weeks. So... Uh, yeah, kind of a left field uh, half option. A lot of us expected him to get a bench spot for Queensland, and uh, he hasn't, so suddenly a very good buy option for round 13. Absolutely. The uh, Brisbane team, obviously uh, a few changes there. Not as many as we're accustomed to uh, due to origin. Obviously, Xavier Coates on the wing um, for Queensland. The fantastically named Selwyn Cobbo comes in for a debut. Um, but Tyson Gamble back off a, a suspension will mm-hmm. certainly help a few uh, fantasy coaches who jumped on him as a cheapie uh, of late. Alex Glenn also back from injury. So uh, changes more around um, suspension and injury rather than origin for uh, Brisbane. But what have you got fantasy-wise? Yeah, there could have been a bit more on the origin front. Um, Tavita Pangai. Junior was kind of entering Blues uh, selection calculations in the last few weeks. He's been in uh, pretty good form and the Blues have lost a few back rowers, but um, not to be. He's still in the Brisbane team this week, which is good for his owners. Uh, Again, Tyson Gamble... um, back. Anthony Milford dropped again. That's, I think, three times dropped this season. Wouldn't be surprised if he comes back at some point. Um, Yeah, otherwise, um, no big surprises, as you say. Um, do we see any value in these cheapies that are in this week? Um, I don't really. I mean, people were asking about Keenan Palacia yeah, um, well, a week or two ago, but with Alex Glenn back. And, and Jordan Ricky, I think, is back from suspension, hasn't even made the uh, the 17. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Palacia is in front of him, but with Glenn and Pangai both starting, there's not a lot of value there. Yeah. TC Rabadi scored on debut, but on the bench, you're not expecting too many minutes um, from him. Um, yeah, Turpin's sort of been struggling for, for minutes. His minutes have been a little bit up and down. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't really see a lot of value there for the, the rest of the Brisbane team. Oh, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Friday night footy, um, the Tigers and the Panthers. Uh, Tigers won't get a better chance to knock off the uh, runaway ladder leaders, the unbeaten Panthers, than they will uh, in this round. Um, Tigers-wise, I mean, they've been going... Okay, I think th- won three of their last five since they moved uh, Moses Embai to the, the halves and Adam Dewey out to the centres. They're missing Joe Gowie on origin duty. Uh, no major team surprises, I think, uh, other than that. 
yeah, I think that's the one uh, real change. Dane Laurie was really good last week, 64 points after a score in the, I think, high 40s the week before. So his price is moving in the right direction again for those who have held on to him. Um, Adam Dewey uh, has been really good in the centres, you know, both on field and in fantasy. Um, you know, we expected his scores to start plummeting when he got moved out of the halves, but he's got 57 last week and a big score the week before. So uh, he's still a hold for a while. Luke Brooks was a bit quieter, but 45 is still very solid. Um, yeah, so I think it's pretty much a case of holding everyone in that team. Um, uh, Luciano Leilua is a kind of left-field option for the buyers, but has copped a suspension, perhaps. Um, he's at the judiciary uh, on Tuesday night, so we'll know either way whether he's out for two weeks or no weeks uh, You know, by Wednesday morning. Absolutely. So the Panthers team uh, certainly won't be reading out all these changes, but you know who the big ones are. Mm-hmm. Nathan Cleary, who everyone's got, is obviously on origin duty. Uh, Brian Toto, who's in a few teams uh, on origin duty. They've lost, I think, eight first graders altogether, if you include Moses Leota, who's taken a suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt Capel on Queensland duty, and then I think six in the uh, the Blues squad, Isaiah Yeo, even Appy Corusau, uh, not playing this week because he's uh, 18th man for New South Wales. whole bunch of new players uh, come in. Uh, the lesser names are, are on the bench, but um, pretty solid still. Um, top 13 for the Panthers and probably not that surprising given that their reserve grade team I think has only lost one game all year as well. Yeah, I mean, they're still favourites with the bookies to win this game mm. uh, despite all those outs, which is uh, says a lot about Penrith's uh, depth. Uh, Matt Burton is probably a big reason for that and he's, um, I guess, the big target for fantasy this week. has been scoring well in the centres. Um, got another try, I think, or at least set up that long-range try at the end. Mm. Uh, last round, got 50 points, but in the halves is where he can really score big. He's got a massive boot and uh, can get a lot of kick metres. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, again, if you need a keeper centre, he's he's an option. Um, otherwise, it's kind of the usual suspects. Stephen Crichton uh, back in the centres where he scores well. Spencer Leniu, um, another big winner. He's one of the bench players who's promoted to the starting uh, side. His minutes have been pretty bad this year, mm. so most of us have sold him already, but um, he's got the chance to get a lot of points. He scores better than a point a minute, um, so if he plays, you know, if he starts and plays 40 minutes or 45 minutes ideally, then he could get a big score this round. He scored a try last week and still get less than 30-odd. He always gets uh, <laughs> you know, 20 or 30, but he, his minutes were still down. I think he still scored more yeah. than a point a minute, so he just needs game time. Yeah, 28 points in 22 minutes, including that try. A few demerits for him, but uh, yes, points per minute is, is fantastic, as you say. So maybe with um, Leota out and a few other middles, Isaiah Yeo, he might uh, get a little bit more of a run. Um, that covers off Penrith. So looking forward to the Saturday game, the Storm and the Titans up there at Sunshine Coast Stadium, where the Storm are based at the moment. Storm obviously missing plenty to origin duty. Um, Felice Kafusi is out either on origin or suspended. We'll know after judiciary on Tuesday night. Otherwise, um, you know, Harry Grant's out. Um, you know, usual suspects, pretty much. Um, obviously, a bunch of changes. Uh, talk us through your, your fantasy takeouts from this one. I mean, is it still Nico Hines' time? He's uh, been massive yeah. in the absence of Pappenhausen. He got 100 a couple of weeks ago, got 90 points last week. His price has jumped by 200 grand in two weeks. Um, it'll rise again. He's still got a negative break even this week. I mean, Ryan Pappenhausen has to come back at some point soon. Mm. Um, it might be still another couple of weeks away. I don't know if he's a buy now, if you haven't bought him already. He's made a lot of money already. And mm. if he's back to the bench in one or two weeks, then you know it's a bit of a waste. But, um, I mean, happy days for those who have got him already. Yeah, it would have been a sensational pickup two weeks ago. I guess if you're really desperate for overall points, then you, you might sort of take the plunge on him, even though you 
possibly going to have to trade him out in a few weeks if he does go back to the bench. Um, yeah, certainly made a lot of money, even though he's got a little bit more to make. I mean, possibly a captain option. You yeah, look at the Titans, they're leaking a lot of points um, and they're missing a, a few of their most important players as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, he's a fullback. You could go, he could have a quiet one, but on current form, and as you say with the Titans, you know, not a great defensive team to start with and a bit weakened. Uh, he could go huge. Um, Jerome Hughes, another one, is scoring quite well. Another score in the high 50s last week and gets a lot of attacking stats. So he's another one who's probably a keeper in the halves. He's not cheap anymore. He's in the low 800s and mm. there's alternatives like Mitch Moses and Fogarty who are much cheaper. But if you want to, you know, gamble on the storm, smashing teams every week, which is the trend that look like, yeah. looks like continuing for the rest of the season, you know, he's a potential buy. I mean, look at the Titans team. Uh, David Fafita, Mo Fodawaka, Tino Fasso, Malaawi, and AJ Brimson all off on origin duty, both firm or out with that hamstring strain. So a bunch of new players uh, come in. Um, the son of Preston Campbell, uh, David, I think it's the first father-son combo in Gold Coast Titans uh, history, Jaden Campbell. He's playing fullback for uh, Brimson, so he's definitely uh, one to look out for, um, fantasy-wise, talking points here? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, rookies playing this week um, who will be fun to watch. I wouldn't necessarily uh, be picking them up in fantasy. There's a very good chance a lot of these guys play this week and then not again for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, so don't fall into those kind of traps. Fantasy-wise, um, a bit of a surprise here with um, a few uh, forwards out of the side. Tyron Peachy has been benched regardless. So he's back from suspension. Yeah. He's been playing starting lock usually this year, um, but he's going to come off the bench this week, which is uh, a big surprise for those who have him. I mean, he's definitely a hold, but um, yeah, it's probably not a great sign for his minutes. Maybe he comes on after 20 minutes and stays on, but um, Mm. yeah, strange one. It is. I mean, no Tino, no Fodawaker. I mean, you have to think, even if he starts off the bench, he's probably going to... I mean, potentially do what he was doing earlier in the year, come on and plays that sort of 50-minute spell either side of half-time. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine he's only going to get half an hour or something in this understrength Titans pack. But, um, yeah, not ideal for, for owners, but hopefully he goes okay. Uh, Knights and the Eels finish the round off up there at McDonald Jones Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Um, Knights have lost a few. Uh, Daniel Saifidi on origin duty. David Clemmer, who should have been in the origin frame, is suspended anyway. And Tyson Frizzell, who was going to be picked in origin, has uh, done his ankle mm. and uh, is now consequently not playing for Newcastle or for New South Wales. Um, so a few changes in the pack. Um, still no Kalen Ponga. Um, well, Cal- sorry, Kalen Ponga is in the he's, origin. He's team. fit just in time yeah. to not play for the Knights and to play for <laughs> Queensland. Ideal for Knights fans. Uh, still under an injury cloud, but uh, with the Maroons team rather than the uh, the Knights team. Um, key fantasy points on this one. I mean, I guess with all those outs, it's probably you know good news for, again for Connor Watson, who played the full eighty last week, scored mm. sixty eight. Um, Got involved a lot and likewise has been named at 5-8 this week at the moment. Um, they've got Kurtman, I think, on the bench. Is that right? Um, in 14, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jake Clifford, who's just signed, is in the reserve. So, you know, there's every chance Clif- Clifford comes into the starting side and then you know, who knows where Watson goes then. Mm. Uh, maybe lock, maybe bench. Um so he's a potential winner. Otherwise, Jaden Braley was pretty quiet last week. Last two weeks he's been yeah. scoring under 50. So. I think this is two worst scores of the year. Yeah, yeah, so missing a few tackles, which is unlike him um, mm. from the first uh, 10 rounds. So, you know, hopefully he turns that around. Maybe he's getting a little tired and um, 
you know, a buy in a few weeks will will help that. But um, yeah, I think they're both holds at this stage, Watson and Braley. No obvious buys. Um, mm. Yeah, Ponga. I think if he does play Origin, it wouldn't be a surprise if he gets rested after that. So you'd have to think could so, be yeah. another uh, couple of weeks waiting for. Ponga owners. Mm. Well, Adam O'Brien, after that last game, was asked about Ponga. Yeah. He was talking about how it's this kind of adductor injury. You really don't want to risk it. You want to make sure you get it right or they could be out for, for longer. So you think if Ponga does play 80 minutes in origin, then he's probably unlikely to back up a few days later for Newcastle, which is obviously uh, frustrating for fantasy owners. Anyway, the uh, the Eels team, a few changes here. Um, it sounds like uh, Reid Marnie is actually going to play after being released uh, from the Maroons. Uh, Blake Ferguson, we think, has been dropped yeah. rather than uh, out injured, which yep. is a, uh, a massive call. Um, so a few changes. Him, obviously, Junior Paulo off in uh, in Blues camp. Murata Niakore comes into the uh, the starting side. Reek and Kemal Gillard actually back from uh, suspension as well. Hayes Dunster, the rookie, uh, on the wing in place of Ferguson. Yeah, a few changes. Dylan Brown back from suspension yeah. as well. Kemal Gillard as well. So, uh, yeah, quite a few changes there. Um, all in all, I guess... Um, better than it could have been on the origin front for owners. Uh, Ryan Madison was another potential um, starter in the back row, but hasn't been selected, so good for his owners, even though his scores have been a bit uh, below par the last couple of weeks. Um, he should lift. Um, Mitch Moses, again, has been quiet recently, but uh, another good one to have this round. Um, Papali'i got a try last week, which got him over 50. So, yeah, those back rowers seem to be sharing the minutes a bit or not mm. playing the full 80 minutes a bit um, yeah, true. recently, which they don't really, I guess, need to. They've got three really good edge forwards at this stage. They can rotate them as they like. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Parramatta in general has been struggling a bit, so their, their fantasy scores are down, but this could be the kind of game yeah. to turn it around. The past fortnight's been terrible, the Manly game yeah. and then the, the South game after, you know, barely looking like losing a game all year other than that one hiccup against the Dragons. They've really sort of dropped off. I think conceded 20 line breaks, so their, their edge is really getting pulled apart. At the moment, um, that is all eight teams from all four games. Uh, before we get to the questions, time for our DoorDash Dasher of the Week. Uh, who'd you go last week and who have you gone this week? I went uh, Jackson Ford last week, uh, who scored in the mid-50s the week before at lock and did the same last week. Um, he's starting lock again this week. Uh, that might continue for maybe one more round, but um, Jack DeBellin back, which is probably going to end that yep. uh, pretty soon. I was going to go Spencer Lenniou, similar situation, but I think I might go uh, Ford's teammate Ben Hunt, who's in even fewer teams than than Lenny is less than 4% of teams uh, back to scoring quite well on the halves yep. good buy round pick all of a sudden he's my pick this week I'll take a uh, I went uh, Liam Martin who I thought might go well with some big minutes in the back row only got 41 so not not too uh, convincing there I'm going to go for one of the Titans forwards who should soak up the minutes with all the big outs uh, tossing up between Jolliffe and McIntyre but I'll go to McIntyre who's wearing the 13 uh, this week good little worker come up from the West Tigers into some Twitter questions now it starts off with Pup who was in nice and early once again. Got a few trades up his sleeve, looking to go hard in the buy rounds, obviously playing for overall. Um, question about Develin's price, which is now obviously public because he's been uh, added to the game. Um, thinking of trading in uh, Josh Kerr for Tyrone Peachy, as I've got plenty of cover. Yeah, I wouldn't be trading Tyrone Peachy out, despite the um, yeah. him being named on the bench. There's a good chance he plays 55 minutes and scores, you know, 40, 50 points. Mm. And is available at centre, so... Yeah, unless you've got a lot of centres, and even then, I don't know, Josh Kerr's the right way to go. Yeah, keeper in the centres all season long, and I can't imagine you've got 18 fit players to be able to be trading yep. out 
um, Tyrone Peachy. Uh, Dylan, 1850, writes in, do we think Starling is a sell and who's the best cash cows to get for him this week? <sighs> it's a tough one. So yeah. Starling, flavour of the week a couple of weeks ago when it looked like he was going to be an 80-minute hooker ahead of Josh Hodgson, who we, you know, we discussed at the time the risk there that Hodgson's a you know, England international hooker every chance he gets back in the starting team, which he did last week, which was mm. a bit of a surprise. I don't know. I mean, that could change again going forward. The Raiders are in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. I mean, there's been some talk about Hodgson maybe playing halfback going forward, and which would be good for Starling, but who knows? I don't know. I mean, they've got the bye this week. Um, you'd kick yourself if you sell Starling now and then he gets back in the starting side next week. I don't know. I'm, I'm holding for now, but... Yeah, I mean, unless I you desperately need to sell him for yeah. overall points in the buy round, there's no way I'd sell him this week because, like you said, they're on the buy. You can wait and see what happens. You know, Fortnite's a long time in, in rugby league, especially in Canberra at the moment, so who knows, Josh yeah. Hodgson could be on the on the move by the time that we're looking at a, a Canberra team sure. list for the next time or, like you said, could go to halfback or someone get injured, Starling's back in the starting side. So, yeah, very frustrating for owners uh, scoring the teens off the bench uh, on the weekend, but um, I, I don't think now's the time to sell. Uh, Tom Chodor writes in, is Jake Clifford a buy? And also, thanks for the Starling recommendation, Angry Face. I don't think we recommended buying Starling, do we? We talked Go about... Tape. I thought we did the pros and cons. Yeah. Uh, Jake Clifford, 513k. I don't think so. So his average is 40. I don't see his scoring yeah. you know, improving significantly on that. Um, yeah, it's a no. Uh, not a cash cow, not a keeper in my book. Yep, same. Danny TC says, is Peach on the bench a worry? Um, I guess it's a worry, but he's certainly not a sell. That's about all I can really tell you about that. Should yep. still get decent minutes. Yep, agreed. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets moved back in the starting team before kickoff. Yep. Uh, Johnny Leary says, Nico Hines worth a captaincy? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, it's just got 100 and then 90 in yeah. back-to-back weeks. Of everyone who's playing, he's probably got the highest ceiling this yeah. round, you'd think. Yeah, don't um, be shocked if it if it goes pear shaped, but yeah, I mean, he very might get high potential. Forty, but I can't see him getting. You know, he's not going to get twenty five, is he? He's on fire. No, no, current form now. If I had him, I'd look very strongly at captaining him. Um, Duplex, how many games will Simi Sasungi get in the halves for the Knights? In the halves, probably zero. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree with that. Yeah, they've just bought Clifford. Is he even in the? He's on the bench. 17. I think he's on the bench, but yeah, he's not going to play in the halves. I wouldn't worry too much about him for fantasy at the moment. How many apps is par for the call this week, says Nathaniel Moore? Apps being players, appearing players? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Par for the course, I don't know. I think if you're playing for overall, you want to aim at maybe 13 players. Uh, anything more than 10 is probably okay. Yeah. It's a weird one. Normally, at this time of the year, you burn through these four trades you have for a buy round to get as many players as possible. This year, I think it's going to be a injury and suspension nightmare for the rest of the season, so... Saving trades or, you know, sparing mm. using trades sparingly is probably a good move. I mean, bearing in mind, everyone who has the buy this week plays in round 17. Everyone who's playing this week has the buy in round 17. So yeah. if you want to try and get 17 on the field, I don't think it's even possible, no. but you'd be burning through all your trades trying to get yeah. anything over. And like you said, you, people have been using so many trades on injuries, you know, the centre disasters that we've had and all those short-term suspensions and, the, you know, yep. look at Pappenhausen and, um, you know, Fafita and Peachy, these guys in and out, Momorowski in and out. I think, yeah, burning so many trades, you, if you can get 10 in both buy rounds, I think you're doing well for overall probably. But. Yeah, there aren't that many. I think there's more guns available this week than there will be in round 17, so you can mm. kind of front-end it a bit and go harder 
uh, for around 13. But yeah, you, you just want to still buy guns or cash cows. Don't buy a 45-point player who's just going to play in this week and then you're going to sell in a few weeks for no profit. So yeah, I think still using trades um, sparingly is a good way to go. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Brower says uh, Jason Saab to read Marnie this week, assuming he doesn't play Origin. Mm. If you can um, do it in one trade, then sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a pretty good move. Yep. It looks like Marnie's probably unlikely to play for Queensland at this stage, so mm. should score well for power. Luke Dogherty thinking about captaining Matt Burton. I don't hate it. Yeah, that's all right. Scores very well in the halves. A lot yeah. of kick meters. He's busy around the ball. Don't mind it. Like it. Any uh, others? A werewolf writes, will all the players whose teams are not playing be available to trade out through the whole weekend? So rolling lockout buy-around players. I think so. I yeah. think all the buy players aren't locked out until the last game the of the season. The last game starts. Yep. Good question. Good question. And uh, I assume we've got the right answer there. Uh, Matthew Tabbitt, uh, 11 players without trades. Is that decent this week? Yeah, I think that's pretty good, as we said before. Yeah, I think so. And you can mm. you know, obviously make a couple or as many as you want, you know, up to four trades to uh, add some more. But yeah, I think 11, 12, 13 is, is good numbers for overall points this week. All right, and that is all our questions. Hopefully we've helped some people uh, heading into this tricky buy round. I think I've got 10 players uh, with no trades, so it um, might be where I, where I land for the, the weekend. <laughs> I think I've got 12 or th- I think I've got 12 now. I can make a couple more trades. That's not bad. Yeah, right. see how it goes. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we're back uh, next week to talk uh, round 14 teams. Yeah.